Keisha. Welcome back, everyone. We'll continue on with our discussion concerning pride. We started it last week, and we're going to continue it this week and, and um, you know, see what else we can glean from being in pride. Yeah. You know, he does nothing for you, but yet we hold on to this this pride like it's it's water in the dry desert well we need to just let it go loose it and and grab hold to what the lord says is is most um most rewarding you know humility a lowly heart meekness submission all of those are the opposite of pride but yet Mm -hmm. um naturally we want to be in pride and we don't want and then we act like we not or we don't even want to acknowledge that we are so we'll continue on with this subject of pride speaking of water in a dry desert planting a seed we say we can start off with pride being planted in our hearts and then grows up in what it can become yeah yeah um in the Bible, it talks about in Daniel, Nebuchadnezzar, when he uh, made the image and he wanted the Hebrew, everyone to bow down to him, to that image. And he had, a, I'm sure he had a lot of wealth, had a lot of power. Yeah. And those kind of things, when when people get that, even a little bit, the right. pride yeah. just, Rides it just up. comes. You know, it's well, something about that. you get that new that. car and you just start yeah. to feel real good about yourself because you, you finally came smell. up. You want to roll back to your family and friends. You want to go ride down the street and kind of feel good. You know, or you do feel good about yourself. But the thing is that I always think about when people get new cars, you can't see yourself at all. No, you can't. You can't see it, but I guess you can feel it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's just this feeling that comes over us that we feel that we, we've made it or we we feel good, uh, we we feel better. Mm-hmm. We may look at somebody else on the side of us and they driving something lesser than what you have. And then it doesn't even take much. You could be driving, let's say, a Ford. Excuse me for anyone that is driving a Ford. Is acronym found on road daily? Excuse me. Hey, but the for illustration purposes, bear with me. And you may have gotten, I don't know, whatever you feel like is better than the Ford. Whatever. Some foreign car, maybe you got a Toyota, maybe you got a Nissan Acura, whatever you got. And what what is that? What that ain't that ain't nothing. That's just stuff. It's just tin. Mm-hmm. You know? Even back in the day, they probably was someone had a donkey and then someone had a, a horse. You're like, seriously, you think you're better than me because you got a horse? Like, who cares? You think you're better than me because you got a different name brand than I do? Like, who cares? But those are things that give us pride. And and it's like, why? That -hmm. ain't going to mean nothing in the end anyway. Yeah. You know? But back to Nebuchadnezzar. He goes and tells everyone to bow down before him. And we know Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did not. And... We know the story. Get thrown in the furnace. Jesus is in there. They come out smelling like roses, not fire. <laughs> right. And he sees the hand of God. He sees Almighty God. 
and he says everyone will will serve their God. Mm-hmm. He makes a decree, mm-hmm. which is a great thing. He he was lifted up in pride, and and he, and, and he saw it several times. I yeah. mean, even when he had the dream, and he yeah. uh, those four Hebrew boys, you know, including Daniel Damn. as well. And how Daniel interpreted the dream. I mean, he saw a lot. He saw the Lord. The, yeah, the, the, the impossible. Right. Tell me my dream. I forgot it. Was that was that Pharaoh? <laughs> that was probably Pharaoh. No, I think it that was, was Nebuchadnezzar. That was him. Where he talked okay, about yeah. you. You going? He got all the magicians yeah, right. and everything, yeah, right. and and you gonna you gonna tell me what it is? And how can I tell you your dream when I did not dream your dream? You forgot your dream. Now you want me to tell you your dream? That is insane. Yeah. And then you're going to kill us for not being able to do so. And you better get up out of here. Yeah. We would have been like, well, I guess you're just going to have to heal me because that's, that's impossible. But with man, it's impossible. But not with God. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Yeah. I know. I was just saying to, to your point with Nebuchadnezzar, he had several different instances where he saw the, the power of God and, I mean, he was the ruler of the greatest kingdom of that time, and it was Babylon, you know, Babylon. And um, and through many different situations, he saw each and every time, he saw how the Lord, the God Almighty, the only one and true God, mm-hmm. came through. Yeah. And then towards the end, he forgets all of that. And I think that's where you were going. Yeah, and just to uh, stay on that point a little bit, just how... How many times do we see the Lord and we go back? Mm-hmm. We say, God, if you do this or that, or even even if you don't even say that, you know some things where this just don't make sense that this was God. Yeah. And we kind of just get complacent and then we forget what God has done, the miracle, something that is indescribable. And we just we just go back to what we're used to. And that's what uh, Nebuchadnezzar did. He's seen the hand of God in in his life, in others, in things that affected him. And he was going down one way, and the Lord was trying to steer him back the other way. Mm-hmm. And then he got on the other side of the ditch. In Daniel 4.30, he's getting full of himself. He says, Nebuchadnezzar that is, The king spake and said, is not this great Babylon, Babylon, that I have built for the house of the kingdom by the might of my power, mm. for the honor of my majesty? Mm. We're going to camp out there for a second. Who is he talking about? He's talking about me, I, what I've done, what, I've, what I did for myself, for my majesty. Mm-hmm. And we know if we're Christians who's supposed to get the praise it's not ourselves and he's heaping it on to himself i mean big piles big piles of you know what he's he's is <laughs> on him at this point he feels that he's the greatest thing that ever was that ever yeah. is and that ever will be you know he thinks that he is pretty much he's like i'm not saying he'd say he god but he think he the best thing that ever was and it's like, look at us in society, how we, how we look at people, athletes, um, actors, and any celebrities. We want them to be that way. We mm-hmm. want them to beat their chest. We want them to say that I am this and I am that. We want 
we love that that worship of 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 people and all that 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 fandom and fanatics and all that and i i can't stand when people look at another person higher than they should i'm like they a man even the angels say don't even bow down to me i'm just a servant of god just yeah. like you yeah. You know, so if we ain't worshiping, ain't God tells us not to worship angels. They tell us not to worship them. So why are we in turn going to worship another man? Yeah. And I digress. We can continue on that, but we'll continue. And then uh, verse, um, that was verse 30 and then verse 31. It says, while the word was in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven saying, O king Nebuchadnezzar, to thee it is spoken. The kingdom is departed from thee. God is only going to put up with so much of your pride. You are not going to exalt yourself before there becomes before there's a fall. There's always going to be there's someone is going to be lifted up in their heart, and then there's going to be a fall. Yeah, I mean, um, since we're talking about Nebuchadnezzar, it's funny because if you go back and read earlier in Daniel chapter four. Um, Daniel is actually warning him of this. Mm-hmm. He's he's interpret, interpreting another dream, yeah, dream, and he's letting them know, you know, your kingdom is is lifted up right now, um, but then it's going to be stripped away. And then he's ever, he's letting them know what's about to happen. And then he pleads with him, and he says, "O King Nebuchadnezzar, let my counsel, you know, take take heed to the word that I'm I'm giving you because this is going to happen and he just like man whatever and he said this and then it becomes don't you see what I have built I have done mm-hmm. you know when you always talking about yourself that is a great indicator that you may be lifted up in pride what you got what you did how you this how you that blah 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 I, I got I got I, I yeah. got I have I done you know and that's what King Nebuchadnezzar did. And then, I mean, while he was speaking, the voice of the Lord came. And then everything that Daniel had just warned him on happened. And the man, well, he driven out of his kingdom Mm -hmm. and literally became an animal. Yeah. You know, how it talks about it. that's why his nails became like Like claws claws. his hair i mean feathers of an eagle he was eating with the oxen well he learned a hard lesson he was we someone would look at him and and say look at the animal over there they wouldn't know that that was a king yeah he was brought low very low he was brought low and that's what the bible says and and he says it all the time god resists the proud Mm -hmm. and he gives grace to the humble and that's how we should be living our lives. He said, um, what did it say? It said, let go of your own righteousness. And that's a key point because a lot of times it's our own righteousness. What we think is right. Not what God thinks is right. What we think is right. And that's something that we have to be careful in getting over into. Mm-hmm. Because then we could become self-righteous and there's a lot of self-righteousness happening right now. What's going to be, what's going to work for me? What's going to be right for me? Or like we talked about earlier, I'm better than you. You know, it's like the Pharisee and the, and the publican. publican. And Oh God, I'm so glad I'm not like this person. And we may not ever say that to the Lord, but our actions show it. I'm glad that I live in a nice house 
And when I go over to my, my, my cousin or my sister or whoever house I go to, I'm glad I don't live like this. Oh, look, there was a roach in their house. I'm glad I don't have those in my house. Yeah. What did Paul say? You know, people think and say gain is godliness. He says, no, godliness with contentment is great gain. It has nothing to do with the Lord wanting to bless us because he does, but he doesn't want us to get attached to it to where all of a sudden now we can't lose those whatever things that he has given us. Mm -hmm. And then we start to make decisions to make sure we can keep everything that he yeah. that he has given us. We need to not be attached to any of that. We need to not be attached to our own righteousness, what we think is right. Yeah. And that's even with some of the stuff in the world and, and, and the laws and all of that. You know, we justify ourselves because we, especially as black people, because of what we have, we say we, but what our ancestors have gone through with slavery and so forth. And so then sometimes we do get a self-righteous I'm old this. Retribution, and, please. Thank yeah. you. I need it now. Yeah. And we got to oh, let it. all of that go and say, Lord, what is right in your eyes? And whatever mm -hmm. the situation is, you need to find out his righteousness. Yeah. That's what Daniel told him. Man, let go of your righteousness. Because if you don't, this is going to happen. You know? So, yeah. sorry I didn't mean to take it from no, you. No, no, it's all right. And I was just also thinking that God is a just, just God. He's going to judge righteously. He's going to bring justice he will the bible says he will fight for us like we don't have to go and try to get our own justice mm -hmm. when we get our own justice you get riding and all this other manner of, of foolishness that's going on now but we'll say that for another time or maybe not i won't get into that i digress as they say and so we'll get back to nebuchadnezzar i just <laughs> wanted to get that recorded um he goes on and Basically, he, like Aisha was saying, he was eating with the, with the animals. And then it says, we'll go to um, when he's coming to himself. Like his, his mind, his reason had, had left him for yeah, a season. He was just, yeah, he, he was just an he animal. He was off. And he was gone. Yeah, it's like that movie, You Are an Animal. Don't do the noise. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not a teen wolf, by the way. Yeah. 80s. Um. He, he had went so far. And sometimes we don't, we don't want to go to that point where the Lord has to really get our attention. Right, permit things to happen yeah. to us. And a lot of times, well, I'll say sometimes, sometimes we're just so just stuck in our ways. Even when Daniel was trying to tell him, he, he couldn't even hear Daniel. His eyes were closed. His ears were shut. He wasn't trying to hear nothing or see nothing that Daniel was trying to say. Who are you, Daniel? You you, you ain't the king. You didn't build this. Mm -hmm. You lesser than me. Mm -hmm. Even if it's coming from someone that's in a lesser um, stature or or not stature, but um, um, you look at them in a view that ain't on your level. Let's put it like that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's still a truth. Truth is truth. Even if a child can tell you something that's right and and you wrong accept it because it's still yeah. the truth it don't matter who it's coming from mm -hmm. maybe a younger brother uh someone that you just you just met if it's the truth it's the truth i think i, I forgot it was somebody i i was at the bank working or something he told me something and i was like whatever but it was the truth mm -hmm. I'm like, i ain't never seen this person in my life 
and he was, I guess, trying to give me a life lesson or something. You know, you got people that kind of talk to you and say those type of things. And I'm like, what he say that for? Maybe it was the Lord sending that person to you because the Lord knows what's ahead. Mm-hmm. And in Nebuchadnezzar's case and Daniel's, Daniel knew what was ahead by the Spirit of God. Yeah. And so don't, don't um, you know, shoo those people away or, or those sayings away yeah if you it's must the love truth, the it's truth. truth the truth is going to you know? make you free we did that podcast several weeks ago yeah. about loving the truth the truth is the truth it's going to be the only thing that makes you free so don't resist it because it don't feel good sometimes it doesn't feel yeah, good like, at times who, who are you to tell me i remember um i forgot it's in the, uh, the new testament where this guy got um this guy got healed. I think he was blind. I can't remember. And mm-hmm. The Pharisees. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he was, there was this guy, I guess. He was blind from birth. And he got healed. And he says, I, I don't know whether this man is of God or whatever, but I know that I'm healed. And the devil can't heal, so. Yeah. Yeah. And they say, well, who are you? Who to- are you? We're of our father Abraham. You, you are, you're a sinner. You are, you are altogether born in sin. I'm like, really? You going to try to tell me. That I'm born in sin. You're not even accepting the words of Jesus Christ. And you see a miracle in your face. Yeah. But you're going to tell me I'm in sin? But that's what pride does. It blinds you. It blinds you. You you are literally blinded and you cannot see the work of God and the hand yeah. of God in a person's life or what's ever happening, period. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's now you are dull of hearing and you can't see. And that's and that's a difficult. That's one thing that you don't want to get into, and that's why we we're talking about this thing of pride and and to and to loose it and to and and become broken in the Lord and have a contrite heart and be meek and 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 lowly in heart because mm-hmm. that's how Jesus is. I mean, you know, in Philippians, I was just reading this morning, in Philippians chapter two was talking about Jesus who. You know, he he was equal with equal with God, but he made himself of no rep, re, reputation. He wasn't trying to be lifted up in pride. I mean, Jesus is the Son of God. He was the Son of God and the if Son anyone, of Man. If anyone, if anyone, and we would say he got the right to do so. He did. He's the one who who created us. But even him came washing his disciples' feet. Yeah. Even him came. He came to serve. Yeah, and and wash someone's feet for once, you 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 will totally be humbled. You will, you will. I mean, it really does, you know. So maybe washing with your tears, maybe that'll help you. (laughs) Yeah, but that's the example Jesus showed us, and that's the example He expects us to live. Yeah, again, letting go our own righteousness. Yeah, that that self righteousness thing, it it it's a doozy, and it happens. In every aspect, whether it's church, whether it's social, and I want to stay on this 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 church thing a little bit because some people we we can get, and I've I've experienced this. I'm not gonna lie. We think that because we've been born in in into a, a Christian home and we think that we we grew up a certain way that we feel like yeah I know this and someone that doesn't they can't tell me nothing. I'll say this of myself, and I'm sure there's other married people that experience this themselves. 
when me and Aisha were married, I was a prideful person. And it was, everyone knew it. Um, I'm not going to lie about that. And I felt that she couldn't tell me anything in in how to um, run a house at times. I felt that we did things in my family the the right way. What, what what right way is that? Because she was not born to a, a Christian, Christian home. home, to parents that were already saved at the time. But I felt they can't. She can't offer me nothing in that regard. I'm the one that's telling you. And on the contrary, she has helped me and her family to see different things that we were in that that were not right, even though I felt to myself that I know more. I was born in, you know, in a Christian family and she wasn't. And then I was a Pharisee and, and she I was, was the, the publican. <laughs> and I felt <laughs> I know gone through stuff, having yeah. gone through a broken home, having, you know, experienced all of that. And then you you see how good the Lord is and what he's taking you from. And then you just have this, you know, undying affection for him because you know where you came from and you knew what he brought you from and how much he loves you, you know? And so I, it was just this desire to please the Lord. Not that I was perfect or any of us are perfect cause we weren't, but yeah, those first few years of our marriage was some tough goings. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't all, but I'm a Christian though. So I should, I should love, <laughs> I should love my brethren, my, my wife as Christ loves the church. I should serve. No, no, and no. I know you don't. You do what I say, and I'm here to help you get you to where I am. Yeah. You know, that is such pride. Oh, man, that's prideful. And I really thought that I was doing right. Mm -hmm. And then as, as I began to observe and the Lord was working on my heart throughout the years, I saw that I'm like, man, I'm a Pharisee. I got a Pharisee attitude. And there was nothing you could say. No. Just like we're talking about Nebuchadnezzar, and I know we'll get back to it, but there was nothing. Daniel is pleading with Nebuchadnezzar, and he's telling him of all, all of this of what's going to happen. And I'm going to church every week. And I remember trying to, uh, you know, bring this to Abram's attention, and it was nothing you could say to change his mind. And I tell you what, he, he'll, he'll agree to that. So finally, after a few years, I learned to shut up and just go talk to the Lord about it. I know, but after a few years, oh, yeah, well, I mean, it is what it is. That statement hurt. Thank God we're we're not there anymore. You know, please, and please, whoever is listening, do not take a few years. Do not even take a year. That is time lost. Okay, I I wish that it didn't have to be that way, but it was for me. So hopefully. It doesn't have to be like that for you. Yeah. I mean, it was things that took a few years for me and it does. And it's like, oh gosh, why did it have to take so long? Or why did I not get this? So you do feel like, oh my goodness, but that's his mercy and his grace. And yeah. thank God we did get there, you know, but, um, it was, I need to go talk to the Lord. And, and then as I talked to the Lord, the Lord began to deal with me on some things first, though, even though I'm coming to him and, and Abram is saying what he was, who he was at that time. The Lord also was dealing with me, too, and showing me what I needed to do and what was not right in my own life and how 
up in how I should be um, a wife. And then I had to start putting that into play. And I had to make sure that I became blameless under his word, in his word and doing his word. And then when I did that and committed to doing that, then the Lord began to work on Abram. But again, we can... I could have been lifted up in pride there too. And probably when I first came to the Lord probably was in my own self, you know, and, and he said, Oh, well, wait a minute. Let's, let's look at this, this, this scripture you're not doing that no. scripture you're not doing. And then when I saw it, I had to humble myself under the mighty hand of God. I had to get rid of my own righteousness. Talking about that self-righteousness. I had to get rid of what I thought was right. What I thought was correct. And, I was sincere. You know, our pastor, our grandmother, who's with the Lord right now, she would say, you're sincere, but you're sincerely wrong. And that's a lot of us. We're sincere about it. We're passionate about it. We really believe it, but we're sincerely wrong. And at that time, there was things in my life, in our marriage, that I was sincerely wrong about. And the Lord dealt with me on it. Mm -hmm. And as he dealt with me, and I obeyed his word, then he began to deal with Abram. And then it was like, oh, you know, some of the stuff that caused him to come to himself. I'm like this. Yeah, it was that. Yeah, this yeah. is what it, it would have been, mm -hmm. you know. So but speaking of coming to himself, himself, Nebuchadnezzar does to do it. You want to finish the story? I Abram? will, but I want to say one thing for okay. that. Just think if I was in pride myself, I know that. And Aisha had some things in her that she needed to to deal with some prideful things what if neither one of us decided you know we wouldn't still be married yeah this I, was all pre-children a lot of it yeah i mean went to children too but this but most of it before because we didn't it was later on we had the children and what if we just say you know what i'm gonna keep my way and uh you're just going to deal with it well you're gonna have to deal with yours you have to deal with me you keep yours i keep mine you know, you can really just be button heads at that time yeah. or continually all the time. Two prideful people are the worst to be together. How? How? How, how can y'all be with one another? Y'all one and the same. You tell me. Because you ain't going to give an inch. I'm not going to give an inch. I'm a south going sneech. You're a north going sneech. We ain't getting out of nobody's way. I don't know if y'all remember or seen that, you know, you know, based on your age. They stood there in that spot. I don't know how long. I forgot how it played out in the, in the story. But neither one of them was, was budging. You got that in marriages. I'm not budging on this. I'm not budging on this. Then, then what we got? Nothing. You ain't got nothing. There ain't no love there. A failed there. marriage. Exactly. Till someone concedes. And it don't matter. Well, I'm I'm the man and so I don't concede. So yeah. It's going and to I'm the you. woman and I'm right and I know. Well, that doesn't hold up in a court of God. And submission does not mean that you're not right. Exactly. Submission doesn't mean that. Submission means that you um you lean to or you you agree to do this. In the, in the love of God, mm -hmm. not because you are right or this person is wrong. It's because, you know what, Lord, I want to do it your way, period. If you want to have a marriage, I don't even know why we're going into marriage. I don't know how we even got there. But if you want to have a marriage God's way, 
you have to do it his way. And his marriage is the way you want things because it's full of love. He's, he's at the head. Everything is right in order. And there's just blessings flowing. Mm-hmm. It took Abram and I a while to get there, but thank yeah. God we got there. And I'll say this. There was a time, as we said, I was in pride. And it took some time for me to get out of that. But then as time went on, the Lord started dealing with me and serving. I looked at my wife. I saw that she served more than I did. She had a more servant heart than myself. And I was talking to my father about that as well. I'm like, yeah, that's that's how someone would explain her. Uh, that word would not be an attribute of me. That is not an Gentle and a, sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> that is not an adjective that someone would say, Oh, Abram, I see servanthood. No, not at all. At that time I hope that it is um being more prevalent in my life now that um now I do that. And so it's like there was pride. But then we must get to the serving part. You know, one end of the spectrum we can say is pride the other is serving serving and if you ain't got the pride then then what you got you you gotta be a servant you have to have a servant heart you want to be like we'll go here satan pride if we got that in us who we like are we like our father it says that satan is the the father of the children the children of pride he's the father of children of pride i believe it's i forgot i think it's in job and we know love, you know, we're mm-hmm. children of God. When we love, we know mm-hmm. that we, we're saying we love the brethren. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you got pride in us, when we got pride in us, who are you like? We, we like the devil. And Jesus can say, or the Bible can say that pride goes before a fall. When that was lifted up in Satan, there was a fall. And it was fast. It was quick. With me, we talked about it last time. There was a fall. It was a quick I mean, it was quick. Who got slapped? Me. Oh, it was me that fell and, and face was planted on the ground. Mm-hmm. How did I get here? I'm sure the devil felt that way even more so. How did I get here? It was so fast. Man. And then you find you dusting yourself up, dusting yourself off with a potential broken rib you feel. Mm-hmm. Myself. The devil dusts himself off and say, wow, I done fell from heaven. Oh, how'd I get here? Looking around. That was me. So we can see that when there is pride in our heart, there's going to be a fall. The Bible says that Jesus knows about it. He didn't seen the devil personally. Jesus said it. I seen Satan fall as lightning. I seen yeah. it. Don't marvel at that. We'll, right. we'll, we'll get into that another time. But we'll go ahead and uh, wrap this up. Get to finally verse uh, 37 with Nebuchadnezzar. Well, just can we what read? Well, we don't have to read all of it, but just uh, if we can just well, maybe if we nah, can read go, go on right ahead. Go 33, ahead. where we're talking about this, and it says the same hours after Daniel yeah. uh, warned him, and then Nebuchadnezzar said, I built this. I just, you know, it was all about me. The same hour was this thing fulfilled with Nebuchadnezzar. This is verse 33. And he was driven from men and did eat grass as oxen. And his body was wet with the dew of heaven till his hairs were grown like eagle's feathers and his nails like bird's claws. 
And at the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up my eyes unto heaven, and mine understanding returned unto me. And I blessed the Most High, and I praised and honored him that liveth forever, whose dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom is from generation to generation. Finally came to himself, realizing it wasn't by him. Verse 35, And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing, and he do it according to his will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth, and none can stay his hand or say unto him, What doest thou? At the same time my reason return unto me, and for the glory of my kingdom my honor and brightness return unto me, and my counselors and my lords sought unto me, and I was established in my kingdom, and excellent majesty was added unto me. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the King of heaven, all whose works are truth and his ways judgment, and those that walk in pride he is able to abase. Nebuchadnezzar, Learned a hard lesson. Hard lesson. We. I had to become an animal just to be humbled. But then that lesson happened to him, not because God put it on him or no, it happened to him because he resisted the word of God and he was lifted up in pride and God's word always works and his word never returns void. He said that pride comes before destruction and a ha- and a haughty spirit before a, f- a fall. He resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Never will he turn away someone with a broken and contrite heart. Nebuchadnezzar experienced that and destruction came. He lost his entire kingdom and he was out with the animals looking like an animal. But then he said he came to himself. At some point, we need to come to ourselves and repent. Yeah. No, you finish your thought. We need to come to ourselves. We need to repent. We need to realize it's not our righteousness that God has saved. It's his righteousness. It's his mercy. It's his blood. That's the reason why we are here. That's the reason why we breathe. That's the reason why we're blessed with earthly things. It's because of him. So don't get caught up in the affairs of this life. Don't get caught up in what monies you have. Don't even get caught up in how you're going to provide for yourself. See, loose all of that. Get into the word and know what the word says. And when you do that and you keep yourself in the word and light, then you won't be lifted up in pride. Yeah, and it's what situation that we find ourselves in is going to make us look up and and come to ourselves we don't want to go to the point where we have to go through something as drastic as Nebuchadnezzar did any time in out of out of fellowship with the Lord is enough you know any time in sin is enough whatever situation we're going through we can use that situation to go ahead and call on the Lord and change our ways and we see ourselves, we, we, deal with, we deal with stuff all the time. We got dramas, we got different issues in life. We got this whole pandemic going on, quarantine, all, all this junk that's going on. We have a perfect, perfect opportunity to just, you know what, Lord, I'm just going to call upon you. I'm going to humble myself before the mighty hand of God, and I will, I will be your, your, your son. Not, not only your servant, I will be your, your servant, I mean your son. And it's like when we do that, we can finally say, I'm done with this life. 
I'm done with this world. I tell myself, I don't got, I don't have, this world ain't got nothing for me. Nothing for me. I'm going to serve the Lord with all of my heart. Mm -hmm. Why not? That's what's going to happen in the end anyway. You know, the Bible talks about um, he who, um, you can probably help me out, when um, it talks about falling, um, coming on the, falling on the rock and unless you do that, you'll be crushed. Mm -hmm. You know? Talking about the chief cornerstone. Yeah. If we if don't you fall on a rock, you'll be broken. But if yeah. he falls on you, you'll be crushed. Yeah, thank you. And it's like when we don't, which one we want? We want to be broken or crushed? Broken. Yeah, I wanted that dead silence for you to think about it. We know none of us want to be crushed, but to just fall on the the arms of God, just just call on the name of Jesus, and He'll help us. We won't have to go through everything that, say, Nebuchadnezzar went through. Or we don't have to go through the things that we go through because of our own pride. Pride will take us to hell. Pride will not bring anything good in our life. Maybe for a season. But ultimately, our eternity is at stake. So let us call upon the name of Jesus. And if you need to, you can say this with me. Lord, forgive me for I've been in pride. Forgive me for my sins. Now that I've come to myself, you show me my ways and what I need to do to, to change. Let my heart yearn for you, Lord. Forgive me that I may be your son and that I may be in your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen.